What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Second Door on the Lift. It's your host, Drew House. Happy to be back with you. Um, before we get into the topic at hand, which is, of course, football. Yes, we are a one-track-minded podcast. My word. I mean, it's football this, football that. But you know what? That's okay. I'm going to hit you with some stuff that's not football before we get into the football section of the podcast, okay? First things first, St. Louis Cardinals not in the playoffs. Third straight year. Yeah, how cool is that? I know, not cool at all. Um, they, Yeah, they didn't make it. So they kind of uh, ran into the Brewers' buzzsaw and then got cut up by the Cubs the last six games, lost five of six, and they didn't get in. So, but you know what? It's okay because the Cubs, who led the NL Central pretty much all year, didn't make it either. Yeah, on the last day of the season, the regular season, the Brewers caught them in the standings, and they were tied. They had to have a tiebreaker in Chicago. The Brewers won that game, won the division, so the Cubs were forced to play the next night in Chicago uh, in the wild card game against the Rockies. And guess what? Lo and behold, the Rockies pulled it out 2-1 to one in the 13 innings. 13 innings it took, but the Cubs are no more this year as well. The 2018 Cubs are done. The Cardinals and the Cubs, it's possible they could be out there on the golf course hitting them up, hitting them around together. Who knows? But the Cubs are not in baseball anymore this year, so that makes me feel a little better as a Cardinals fan. You can call me bitter you can call me whatever you want. It's okay. I can take it. Uh, mainly because, you know, I won't have to hear you. Unless you leave feedback. Feedback's always cool. Um, but, yeah, the Cubs are out. Cardinals are out. So, pretty much for me, baseball season is is almost is, – it's, it's over. I mean, it's not over. I'll still keep an eye on what's going on in the postseason. But I'm telling you, man, I love the sport of baseball. But when the Cardinals aren't playing, it's uh, – it hurts, so I can't even really tune into it, and that's why I don't. Um, something I'm doing to kind of uh, take my mind off of things, something that's coming up I'm very excited about is the return of The Walking Dead. Sunday, it's almost here, just a few short days away from the recording of this podcast, and I just recently finished watching uh, season one on Netflix and it's been years, several years since I watched season one, and it was very intense, very crazy, uh, knowing what's going to happen, seeing characters, majority of which are no more, uh, seeing them interact, it, it, it's just crazy, knowing what's coming, uh, being able to pick up on some things that I, norm- I, I didn't pick up on the first time. Uh, so very cool. After I record this podcast, lay this down, I'm probably going to go in there and watch either probably just the season two premiere. I know I'm not going to be able to watch all seven more seasons before the season nine premiere Sunday night, but I definitely wanted to hit on some highlights and uh, just kind of dive back into the world of The Walking Dead in preparation for the season nine premiere. And uh, one reason I wanted to check out season one is because I read a few months ago that season nine was going to have a season one feel what does that mean? Well, there's going to be, uh, it's going to be refreshed. Um, there's going to be a, a, a newer feel. All Out War is over. Negan is still in, but he's not just looming over everything. Um, 
It looks like it could be a happier tone. I'm not really sure. Don't know what that means, but season one, I will say, after rewatching it, after all these years, um, it, was, it was an intense season. Yeah, a lot going on, a lot to process. Only six episodes, but you had to introduce all the characters, and then there were a lot of major plot points that went down. So, uh, very cool. I anticipate great things from season nine. Uh, season nine of The Walking Dead. Uh, at least season nine, first part, subtitled Rick Grimes' final episodes. Not sure what that means. Is he going to get killed off? Uh, I don't think so, but it's possible. Um, so just knowing that Rick Grimes is going to be checking out soon, it, it, it's very interesting. I think it's kind of brilliant by the writers, but me personally. Um, but yeah, very cool. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with The Walking Dead. It is Walking Dead week. So, uh, yep. If you don't watch The Walking Dead, well, you've got a few days to, to binge before the Season 9 premiere. And you will literally be able to do nothing but watch The Walking Dead and maybe use the bathroom uh, a time or two. So, um, looking forward to that. Main reason for the podcast, though... And uh, if you don't like football, it's okay. You can just check out and, uh, you know, check back in when we have something a little more up your alley. And y'all, all right, no hard feelings because um, season two is, is going on here, but we're going we're gonna to bang this finale out soon enough. And then season three, season three is going to be crazy. All right. Um, so just looking forward down the road a little bit. It's not going to all be about football because there are a lot of cool things coming up, what with the holidays and all that good stuff. But, yeah, football is looming large, all right, much like Negan and the all-out war storyline. Uh, let's, let's, let's get right into it, shall we? Let's get right into some picks. Um, SEC, uh, Auburn at Mississippi State. I... I uh, I delayed the inevitable as long as I could, but Mississippi State is it, just not the team I thought they were. I had high hopes for my Bulldogs, but the offense has not scored a touchdown in seven quarters. Uh, yes, they had a, a touchdown pass pretty much dropped, hit him right in the hands in, against Florida. Um, but the fact of the matter is they're not they're just not playing well in the last two games against Kentucky and Florida. And they've uh, taken L's because of it. So it doesn't get any easier from here. They have Auburn coming into town. I have to take Auburn in this game. Nothing I've seen from Mississippi State the last two weeks indicates to me that they will uh, have this quick of a turnaround against an even better opponent, in my opinion, than what they faced against in, in, than what they faced in Kentucky and Florida. Auburn uh, could it could get ugly. Hopefully it doesn't, but it, it could get ugly. And I'm sad to say that Mississippi State has gone from a, uh, a top 15 team to possibly not even making a bowl game. I'm just going to put it out there. They do have one more non-conference game uh, down the road. Maybe they can squeeze out Arkansas. Um, maybe they can squeeze out Ole Miss on Thanksgiving. I mean – Lord willing, but uh, that's just going to get them. That's going to get them just enough wins to even go bowling. So, just a tragic turn of events for the Mississippi State Bulldogs. Uh, my my Bulldogs, 
not Josh's. Josh is a Rebel fan, but we'll get to that later. Um, kudos to Josh real quick, though. Josh did not lose a single game last week in his picks. Did not lose a single game. Uh, very impressive. He also did not win any games, though, so not really sure how. That's equally unimpressive because he didn't make any picks, and that's okay. That's okay. I know Josh has a lot going on with hunting, and uh, he, he is on a wildly popular uh, show called The Matt and Josh Show. Uh, if you haven't seen that, you should definitely check it out. But, um, yeah, so he wasn't able to get any picks in. I don't know if it was a, uh, a scared thing or not, but um, I, I'm just surprised. I really thought he was going to get on here and pick Louisiana over Alabama last week. Uh, the Raging Cajuns, thankfully he didn't do that. Alabama won by about 92 points, so that would have even been worse than him picking Ole Miss to beat Alabama. So, uh Alabama plays Arkansas this week. Give me Alabama. Missouri at South Carolina. Give me South Carolina. LSU at Florida. Give me LSU. Louisiana Monroe at Ole Miss. At Josh's Ole Miss Rebels. Give me Ole Miss. Kentucky at Texas A&M. I think this is the game Kentucky finally takes an L. Okay. Give me Texas A&M. And then Vandy at Georgia. Give me Georgia. Moving on to the NFL. Uh, Good week for me in the NFL last week. I feel good about it. So I'm going to tell you about it. I'm going to brag a little bit. 11-3 in the NFL last week. So, um, you know, definitely better than, uh, what was it, 5-10-1 just two short weeks ago. So we'll see if we can continue that trend. That's going to be tough to beat, though. That's a pretty high winning percentage. I don't really know what it is, uh, but it's high. Colts at Patriots Thursday night football. Give me the Patriots. Titans at Bills. Give me the Titans. Dolphins at Bengals. Give me the Bengals. Ravens at Browns. Give me the Browns. Packers at Lions. Give me the Packers. Jaguars at Chiefs. Possibly the most marquee matchup of the week. Give me the Chiefs to win that game. Broncos at Jets, give me the Broncos. Falcons at Steelers, give me the Falcons. Giants, Panthers, give me the Panthers. Raiders at Chargers, give me the Raiders. Vikings at Eagles, give me the Eagles in that game. Cardinals at 49ers, give me the Cardinals to get their first win of the season. Rams at Seahawks, give me the Rams. And then it's a Texas two-step Sunday night football. Cowboys at Texans. Give me the Texans in that game. And then the Monday night game, Redskins at Saints. Give me the Saints in that game. And uh, give me the 200-plus yards uh, Breeze will have in that game and break Peyton Manning's passing yards record. Now, you can say what you want to say. And people can say what they want to say. Maybe not you are are saying it. Uh, Forgive me. But some people would say that Drew Brees' passing yards record is not that big of a deal. One, because they could just point to our defense. And, you know, unfortunately, majority of the years that Drew Brees has been a saint, he hasn't had a good defense. 
So what is a good what is a bad defense means? It means you throw the ball a lot. So I yeah, I can admit there is some padding going on with that. Unfortunately, you look at Drew Brees' lowest yards uh, in a season, his two years where he had the fewest yards in a season, one he won the Super Bowl, and then last year, last season, a Minnesota miracle took him out. Otherwise, they would have been in the NFC Championship game. So actually, when Drew Brees doesn't, throw for a lot of yards is when the Saints are most effective. What does that mean? That means they're running the ball. That means they're managing the clock. They're not playing from behind. So um, I, I'm not going to take anything away from Drew Brees. Lord knows he's been everything and more for the Saints, for the city. Um, but a, another Super Bowl ring for the guy before he checks out would, would just you know, be the icing on the cake. Okay, because I was thinking about this earlier today. If you take every quarterback that the Saints have had in their franchise's history before Drew Brees, okay, you take every quarterback and you just take the best attributes from each of those quarterbacks and put them into one quarterback, they still would not come close to how good Drew Brees is at the quarterback position. Okay, regardless of what the defense is that he has playing with him. All right, regardless. The dude's a Hall of Famer. He's one of the best quarterbacks of all time. And um, the Saints just really need to take advantage of this guy and uh, continue progressing this year. They are 3-1, and one, um, and I like them to go 4-1 and one against Washington and uh, keep that trend moving because um, I'm telling you, man, if the Saints don't find a way – to at least make another Super Bowl with Drew Brees at the helm. It's going to be looked back on in years to come when he's retired. And the numbers that he has put up as a saint and uh, he will continue to rack up as the years go on. Hopefully he has a few more years in him. And we look back and look at his gaudy numbers. We're all going to be just wondering, well, Man, how many could he have won with just a a top 15-ranked defense? Just an average defense. Uh, He had that last year. Unfortunately, the Minnesota miracle happened, um, so we didn't get a a shot to see them in action against Philly. Not saying they would have beaten Philly, but it would have been better than 37-7, I have to believe. So maybe not. But new year, still, still, you know, I know I'm belaboring the point with the Minnesota Miracle, but it actually helps to talk about it, okay? Because uh, it was a, a, it was tragic, and it still is. But um, for nothing else, I hope Drew Brees can get uh, at least one more before he rides off into the sunset. That'd be great. Maybe even two, you know, ride out like old John Elway. Uh, John Elway, know, he knew how to do it, man. Two, and I'm out. And now you see him up there eating the sunflower seeds in the press box, um, as the general manager of the Broncos. So, uh, kudos, John Elway. NFL Quarterback Club 98, you are awesome. Terrell Davis. Um, the Saints get Mark Ingram back in this game as well. That's going to be a huge pick-me-up. Um, so, looking forward to the Saints because, honestly, the Bulldogs, their season is just uh, – it's – it's not what I thought it was going to be, and uh, 
that's okay. So the Saints really came through for me this past weekend with the Cardinals getting eliminated and uh, Mississippi State just just not showing much of anything against old Dan Mullen and the Gators uh, in Starkville this past weekend. So um, I will actually be attending a family reunion in Starkville this Saturday, so looking forward to that. Uh, my mom's side of the family will be in Starkville, uh, but we will not be able to attend the game. Didn't get tickets, and um, so we'll just be, you know, soaking up some family time and probably watching the game later that night back at the grandparents' house. So hopefully they, they don't embarrass us because <laughs> uh, it's already going. We're already going to have enough fun. With, uh, with just the family back together and, uh, you know, doing all that hobnobbing. And, and we don't need Mississippi State looking like crap on ESPN2. All right. We don't, we don't need it. So just make it respectable because Auburn, I think they're the real deal. And uh, like I said, it could get ugly. It could get ugly. I'm just going to prepare myself now by saying that it could get ugly early. Uh, so if it does... I'm prepared for it, okay? Um, man, a lot of rambling in this podcast. What y'all think? I was just trying some kind of new deal, you know, a little more laid back type deal. Hope you've enjoyed it. Those were my picks. Those were my ramblings of my Cardinals, my Bulldogs, Drew Brees, and the Saints. And also had to bring up The Walking Dead because it's Walking Dead week. I'm going to go in here and uh, fire up season two. And um, call this thing a wrap. So appreciate you being with me for a little while. Um, enjoyed it as always. Y'all be nice. God bless. Take care. Who that? We out. Peace.